but in my experience, you're not a big cocktail drinker. No, I have a favorite, which is vodka and tonic with a lemon wedge. Actually, two lemon wedges squeezed. Yeah, I remember the first time you had a Sazerac. Probably the only time Ugh. you had a Sazerac. The look on your face was mm. priceless. They don't really work for me. Yeah. Now, I like vodka, too. Mm-hmm. I know you do. <laughs> In fact, at my previous job at the crazy glossy magazine, which shall remain unnamed, uh, I kept a fifth of my favorite Russian vodka in the bottom right drawer. Of no, your desk? Of my desk. In the office? In the office. What do you have in your desk at home for Leeds Cool Mario? <laughs> oh, I've got a freezer there, David. <laughs> well, today's guest on Small Bites, which is a special edition of our new podcast, Talking With My Mouthful, is actually supposed to drink on the job, unlike Renee. Kerry Newman is the spirits editor at Wine Enthusiast Magazine. Isn't that a great title, spirits editor? I love that. And she's also the author of the newly published book, Cocktails for a Crowd. Welcome, Kara. Hi. So, Kara, we've got a couple of like avowed non-cocktail people here, but you promised that there was something exciting going on in the cocktail world. Oh, I'll convert you. No worries. (laughs) Um, Right now, there's a big trend toward bottled cocktails. Bottled cocktails. Right. And I don't mean pre-made, ready-to-drink bottles sold in the supermarket. I mean, uh, bartenders and home bartenders, too, can mix up their own drinks, pre-batch them, and decant them into bottles and have them ready to serve at parties. Sort of a no-fuss way to go. I really? love that. I like this idea very much. Now, this we're not talking about, like, aged. I mean, nothing as involved as making your own wine or making your own beer. Oh, we're no, just no, talking no. about whipping stuff yeah, together. Yeah, because I like make a... something called liqueur de late, which means uh, milk liquor, which is chocolate, has chocolate in it and milk and lemon rind. And, and th- Beth, our lovely director of That's recipe right. testing, makes low-cut. Liqueur. Exactly. So that's not what you're talking about. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about... No must, no fuss. Really quite easy. Um, the cocktail that I brought for you today mm-hmm. has literally uh, four ingredients, and it, it's the equivalent of making a cocktail for yourself. But if you're trying to entertain groups of people at a time, you're essentially making cocktails for everyone all at once. Right. And then setting it in, in ice, oh. and they can serve it themselves. And I'm assuming nice. that you're collecting everyone's car keys. <laughs> you <laughs> going on through the night. Well, it's kind of like punch, but a little more refined. You don't have the punch bowl and that horrible ice ring melting in the middle. You've got this lovely, gorgeous bottle so it's, that it's, makes a nice presentation. It's Kuth punch. Kuth punch. I like that. Kuth punch. As opposed to cougar punch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't want that, do we? <laughs> or no, uncouth no, no. punch. So, Kara, before we drink this, I would like to know the name of what I'm drinking, which is... It's called the Japanese cocktail. And what is in the Japanese cocktail? It is cognac. Mm -hmm. In this case, we have a a bottled drink, so it's a full two cups of cognac. Mm -hmm. Nice. Lovely. It is orgeat, which is an almond syrup. And I think that's what what makes it so lovely and nutty. And there's a half cup of orgeat in there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next is angostura bitters. bitters. So that's that spicy note in there. That's a that's one one tablespoon of Angostura bitters, which is going to seem like a lot, but mm-hmm. uh, in the context of a whole bottle's worth, it's it's not so much. And then the the secret ingredient is water. Interesting. Water. There's one quarter cup of of water in there that takes the place of ice. Instead of using uh-huh. your martini shaker and shaking it uh-huh. up, which would dilute it a little bit, we're controlling the dilution and putting the water directly in the bottle. Excellent. So. Recipe aside, I'd like to taste it. One glass for you, one glass for you. Where's right. your glass, Kara? 
I just drink straight from the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> My Good kind answer. of girl. <laughs> there you go. And she's got far more than we do. So, Renee. Cheers. Cheers. A little clink clink for you. Oh, nice sound. I know. Cheers, everyone. What so, do you think? Mmm. I could drink a lot of that. Mmm, that's quite nice. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> My throat and it's getting kind of warm. Now, see, what I love about something like this is it's kind of like, rather than, you know, having a bar set up and people can make their own cocktails, it just seems like this is a conversation starter. You know, That's you true. set it out and it's something that you're presenting to guests, kind of like a little present, you know, with a bow it, on top. Yeah, it could be. And although I went um, the the budget route and just decanted it back into one of my liquor bottles. I mm -hmm. know you can use all kinds of beautiful decorative bottles. Um, you can make your own labels, be very domestic doyen, and uh, mm -hmm. put a bow around the neck. And it, it certainly could be. So let's like say I'm gift. having some fabulously fabulous dinner party, which we know I am wont to do. Would I put out two, three, four of these different kinds of mixed drinks, cocktails, or would just one for the evening? What do you think? I think it depends how ambitious you are. Uh, probably you could do two at a, a minimum, have mm -hmm. something with a dark spirit as, as this one is, or have one with a light spirit if your friends love vodka or, or gin. Which, that's me. Okay. <laughs> Wonderful. I like that idea very much. I think so too. And I think too, like at a cocktail party, you you could have just one or you could have like maybe almost half a dozen, as you said, if you're ambitious. Maybe with a dinner party, keep it. A Keep it yet smaller. Okay, so I'm getting a little hot here. Uh, is that the cocktail? It must be. Okay. Unless it's <laughs> going through menopause or something like that. <laughs> oh, dear. He's mm. taking another sip. I thought it was just proximity to us, two lovely ladies. That must be it. Oh, yes, yes. I'm sure that really does it. I'm sure. <laughs> but, yeah, cognac does have that, that warming effect. It really does. It's, it's, it's very lovely. And would you serve this particular one, this Japanese cocktail, as an after dinner, before dinner, during dinner? I think because it has cognac and a little bit of sweetness to it, you probably could do before or after. I'm not sure if I'd do it during mm -hmm. dinner. Excellent. It'd be a bit much for food. And this Japanese cocktail is in your book, Cocktails for a Crowd, correct? Yes, it is. Along with a lot of other ideas for bottled cocktails. Yes, it is. And punches and pitchers and even some tiki drinks, too. Nice. Kara Newman is spirits editor at Wine Enthusiast magazine and author of the newly published Cocktails for a Crowd. You can follow Kara on Twitter at Kara Newman, which is K-A-R-A-N-E-W-M-A-N. Even better, you can keep up with everything trendy in cocktails at her blog, tipplesheet.com. Tipplesheet. Thank you so much, Kara. Thank you. Thank you.